0: Hello and welcome to The Abbott and Costello Show from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
2: The in Costello Programme. Listen to the rhythm of Will Osborne and his orchestra, the great song styles of Connie Haynes and Bob Matthews. And that happy, heavy, hippie little horseman who, when asked to pick the winner of the Kentucky Derby, glanced at his racing form and calmly said...
3: When they see us together I'll brush the dream from my eyes mustn't sing the song of remember when so just say. Blood you happen.
4: Costello, I've been looking all over for you all week. I telephoned your house Tuesday night, and somebody answered and said you were taking a bath. You know I'm lost already? Right at the beginning, gang. <laughs> somebody look never mind. This is no This is no kidding. Somebody deliberately told me that you were taking a bath. Somebody told said that I was taking a bath. And I called up Tuesday night. Tuesday night? Yes. Brother, did you have the wrong number? Uh, well, <laughs> well, look, my wife said she saw you in a tattoo parlor on Main Street this morning. What were you doing in a tattoo parlor? Well, I got a lotion for my girlfriend Tessie Tinfoil. Yes. You know the one that's in the army. Yeah. So I had a picture tattooed on my back. You had Tessie's picture tattooed on your back? Oh yeah, sure. And I had me tattooed on my chest. Look, see it? Wait a minute, Costello. I don't see you on your chest. Am I back there with Tessie again? <laughs> talk talk sense, Costello. I understand that Tessie is going to get out of the army next week. Oh, that's right, Abbott. And she's going back to her old job posing for a designer. He uses Tessie's knees for models. He uses Tessie's knees for models. Uh, wh- what does he design? Doorknobs. Doorknobs. <laughs> Wait a minute, Costella. Costella, just a minute. Turn around. Let me see that picture of Tessie on your back. Go ahead. Turn around. Uh-huh. I thought so. She's knock knee. Tessie is not knock knee. Well, her knees are uh, touching. She just stands that way because she hasn't got any garters. I uh... <laughs> love Costella. <Do> you... <laughs> Costello, if you're so crazy about Tessie, why don't you marry her? Well, I, I, I don't believe in marriage, Abbott. Marriage is like soup. Marriage is like soup? Sure, but the time you get through spooning, it cools off. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> ah, that's ridiculous. Well, always, Abbott. You know, I, I don't know if Tessie wants to marry me or not. You see, she's also in love with nine other guys. Tessie is in love with you and nine other guys? Yeah. You should have been there to the date Tessie left for the army. What do you mean? It was beautiful. The ten of us chipped in and bought her an engagement ring. <laughs> Wait a minute. I understand you had a little spat with Tessie before she left. Well, what was it about? She got mad at me because I stole a kiss. Oh, now, that's silly. Why should Tessie get mad because you stole a kiss? I stole it from her sister. I...
0: <laughs>
4: and you know something? That's the first girl I kissed since, I le- well, since last Christmas. Oh, Costello, you mean that from last Christmas till now you kissed just one girl? How do you come for that? Oh, I guess I'm just a wolf. I can see that I'm a cat I'm lower than a cat I'm an old Studebaker (laughs) With no fog lights All right Just cut that (laughs) out, Costello The trouble with you is That you wear your heart On your sleeve That's a lie I I might have a little liver And onions on my vest And a smudge of tapioca On my trousers but I ain't got no heart on my sleeve. No, no, Costello. I only meant that you are fickle. I'm what? You're fickle. Fickle. I never touched the stuff. I've never been fickled in my life. Now, oh, look. I'm not referring to drinking. I'm referring to love. Do you know what love is? Oh, sure. Little pigeons make love. Butterflies make love. Yes. Oysters make love. Yeah. No, uh, wait a minute. Oysters make love? You'd be surprised what goes on inside them shells. Now... <laughs> Costello, you don't appreciate romance. You know, you don't, really, Lou. Don't, you don't appreciate romance at all. Oh, uh, when I was courting my wife, there was a big grandfather's clock in the living room. You used to sit and listen to it tick, and it said, Take your time, take your time, take your time. Yeah, but things are different now, Abbott. Today, when a fellow sits in Apollo with his girl, there's an alarm clock on the mantle that says, Get together, get together, get together, get together. Ah, I'll never forget that old grandfather's clock. It's a great memory, though, Lou. That old grandfather's clock. Today we were married to stop. Stop? Yep. <laughs> your wife must have looked at it. I guess... Uh, you? Yeah, wait a minute. Are you insinuating that my wife's face would stop a clock? Well, it ain't running, is it? Eh? <laughs> Look, forget about the clock, Costello. What happened to your romance with that tall, red-headed girl? Oh, you mean lean against her? Yes. Oh, well... We're married and happy. Married and happy? Yeah, she's married and I'm happy. <laughs> well, I'm glad she married somebody else. The only reason you wanted to marry her was... For her money. Well, marrying for money is better than getting married for no reason at all. Costello. Uh, when I married my wife, everyone said it was a perfect match. Match is right. She struck you and you went out like a light. Well, at least I'm not henpecked. Henpecked? Before you were married, you used to snore in your sleep. Now you cackle. No, no, no. Now, that's not true. Before I was married, everything was lovely. I- I'd sneak into the parlor and I'd catch her in my arms. Now you're sneaking into the bedroom and catch her in your pockets. I- oh, forget about my marriage, Costello. I'd like to get you straightened out. Now, Tessie Tinfoil is not the girl for you. Tessie is, uh, too, uh, blasé. Too what? Blasé. Uh, Tessie's too blasé. Blasé. She's got more than two blasés. Tessie's got a red blasé and a green blasé. <laughs> and she's got a yellow blasé. She wears them with her, ch- her checkered shirté. Skirté. Under the cote of her suité. No, 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 no. There's no, no. too many No, 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 no. do you dummy. When I say she's blasé, I mean, Tessie's sophisticated. Sophisticated? That's right. How do you like that? And she promised... To me, that she'd stay on the wagon. Listen, you Emerson, please. When I say a girl's blase, I'm not referring to her clothes. Anyone who is blase is sophisticated, and sophisticated has nothing to do with being inebriated. It merely means that a person has reached the degree of sophistication where he or she becomes blase. Oh, when you say a girl's blasé, you're not referring to her clothes. No. And anyone who is blasé is sophisticated. And sophisticated has nothing to do with being inebriated. It merely means that a person has reached the degree of sophistication where he or she becomes blasé. Now you've got it. Now I've... I don't even know what I'm talking about! Get him out of here! (laughs)
2: And now, here's that romantic Bob Matthews. Oh,
3: and I don't care who knows it. I'm in love with
0: you.
3: Let them say what they will. Dear, I love you
1: A sentimental journey Gonna set my heart at ease Gonna make a sentimental journey To the new old memory Got my bag, got my reservation Then each dime I could afford like a child in wild anticipation Long to hear that all aboard Seven, that's the time we leave Seven, I'll be waiting on Take the sentimental journey Sentimental journey home I gotta take that journey That sentimental journey Cause it takes me back
4: Hey, Costella. hey, wouldn't this be a dandy day to go to the beach? Oh, yes. If we had a telephone call, we could call up some girls. If we had a nickel. And if we knew any girls. There you go again, girls, girls, girls. Can't you think of anything better than girls? There's something better. Oh, look, Costello. Hey, there's Connie Haynes. Why don't you ask her if she'd like to go to the beach? Okay. Oh, Connie, Connie. Hey, Connie, how would you like to go to the beach with me, huh? Well, Mr. Costello, honey, I
1: don't know if I should. I suppose you all want to teach me how to swim?
4: Oh, nothing like that.
1: Well, uh, you all won't try to hold my hand
4: Oh, you know me better than that, Connie
1: And you won't hug me or kiss me?
4: Oh, gee, Willikers, no I mean, after all, I, 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 I I promise I won't Then what are we going for? Then what are we going for? We're going for something Well, goodbye, Mr. Costello Honey all right, honey. Well, Costello That he... kid murders me Ah, wait a minute You certainly got turned down fast by Connie Well, maybe she's sure Because I broke a date with her Saturday night I was supposed to meet her at 7 o'clock mm, What happened? I waited around till 11 She didn't come So I just threw her up, that's all <laughs> I wish Connie would go to the beach with us Because she's, she's got the cutest bathing suit What's it like? It's made of two pieces of string Held together by a handkerchief <laughs> Well It's too bad Connie's not going Come on Get your trunks, Costello, and let's go to the beach. My trunks? Yes. Why should I take my trunks? I don't want to move. I just want to go swimming. (laughs) Well, you swim in trunks, don't you? I do not. I swim in the water just like anybody else. Uh, Never mind. I'll rent you a swimming suit. Uh, Would you wear a uh, rented suit? That depends where it's rented and the size of the rent. No, no. Come on, Costello. Let's get started. I'll get some lotion to rub on you so you won't uh, sunburn. Oh, you don't have to worry about me, Abbott. I never burn. I just take a nice, healthy, even blister. Come on, Costello, there's nobody around, so get into your suit. Ah, isn't the beach beautiful? Just look at the birds flying over the water. Oh, I wrote a poem about them birds. I'll recite it. Go ahead. A wonderful bird is the seagull, which can fly quite as high as an eagle. They sit on the sand, and sometimes they stand. But you can't tell a he from a (laughs) she-go. Hey, hey, Costello, here comes a cop. Hey, you
2: guys, this is a private beach. You can't swim here. It's against the law.
4: Why don't you tell me before I got undressed?
2: Well, there's no law against undressing. (laughs) (laughs) Look, let's go...
4: Look, let's go... Let's go over beyond those ropes, Costello. That's the public beach. (laughs) Look at that beautiful redhead. I'm going over there and teach her to swim. Suppose she knows how to swim. Then I'll let her teach me. (laughs) Hey, Annie! give me my pail and shovel. Right here is the spot where I covered Ruby Pool Q up with the sand last Sunday. Well, what do you want your shovel for now? Well, I figure it's about time to dig her up. <laughs> I love Costello. Hey, look at that fat lady in that rubber bathing suit. Oh, them rubber ba- bathing <laughs> suits. They're made for fat ladies. They, they are? got a five-way stretch. Five-way stretch? Yeah, up and down, back and forth, and a shelf to take care of the surplus. I... <laughs> hey, Costello. Look at the man over there feeding donuts to his horse. Can you imagine that? Hey, you mister, what's the idea of giving all them donuts to your horse? I just want to see how many he'll eat before he asks for a cup of coffee. <laughs> hey, what are you doing on a beach with that horse? Well, you see, I came down here to go swim. To go swim. To go swim. Swimming? No, fishing.
0: <laughs>
4: Did you uh, catch anything? No. You see, my wife was with me, and the fish took one look at her. When they saw how badly I was hooked, they wouldn't bite at all. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Never mind him, Costello. Why don't you go into the water? You've always bragged to me that you were such a great life saver. I on. am a great life saver, oh. Rabbit, and I'll prove it to you. I can save anybody. Anybody at all. Anybody want to be saved? Anybody at <laughs> all would like to be saved? No! Save me! Save me! Are you a man or a woman? woman. How old? 57. Anybody else want to be saved? <laughs> Never mind. The lifeguard got her. <laughs> Lucky for you. Now, look, Costello, when you go into the water, stay close to the life boy. Stay close uh, to the what? The, the boy. Stay close to the boy. That's the safest thing. Stay close to the boy. That may be the safest thing, but if you want to have some fun, you got to stay close to the girls. Costello, <laughs> girls have nothing to do with this kind of a boy. The kind of a boy, I mean, will keep you up. Well, what do you know? What is the boy's name? No, uh, the boy has no name. It's just a plain red and white boy. A red. Dummy, this boy is anchored to a sandbar and... It has a bell. What is that bell boy doing in the bar? Nothing. The boy is not in the bar. The boy is on the bar. He'd probably crawl up there to steal some pretzels. No, no, no. Listen, you imbecile. That boy is on the bar to keep people from going on the rocks. So he finally learned his lesson. Why didn't his mother keep him out of that bar? This boy hasn't got a mother. (sighs) Hasn't got a mother? No. That did it. What do you mean? Abbott, you have gone too far. I didn't mind when you said that the girls will have nothing to do with this poor boy. And I was only mildly surprised when you told me that he was half red and half white. I said nothing when you pushed him up on top of the bar to steal pretzels when the bartender's back was turned. But when you tell me that that poor boy has no name and no mother, you have not only besmirched the sanctity of the American home, but you have cast aspersions on the good name of the campfire boys of Troop No. Thirty-Five, U.S.A., Patterson, New Jersey. Get him out of here,
2: Lovely Connie Haynes on stage now. With Will Osmond and the orchestra, Connie sings. Good, good, good.
1: That's you, that's you. Nice, nice, nice. That's you, that's you. Fine, fine, fine. That's you, that's you. Good, good, good. That's you, that's you. Your tasty lips are sweeter than a lollipop. Every time I kiss you, ooh, I hit the stop. I rack my brain to find the proper adjective, a sentimental compliment to give you. Good, good, that's you, that's you. Good, 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 that's you, that's you. Sweet, 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 that's you, that's you. Yum, 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 that's you, that's you. Good, 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 that's you, that's you. I never went to call. God, good, 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 That's you, that's you
4: shoulder and make a wish. I wish that Hedy Lamar was the head of a giraffe and I was the body. Oh, now that sounds silly. That's ridiculous. Why should you wish that Hetty Lamar was the head of a giraffe and you were the body? I always wanted a long neck with Hedy. Costello, right. <laughs> you've got to get girls off your mind. Why don't you walk in the park at night and admire the stars? You mean like Betty Grable on a turn and Dorothy Lamar? No, 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 no. I'm talking about heavenly bodies. Brother, we're both talking about the same thing. Well, now, <laughs> look, someday you're going to get in trouble chasing girls. And you'd better keep away from that young divorcee that lives next door to you. You'll never get to first base with her. I did get to first base with her, Abner. Wh- what happened? Her ex-husband was on second. And <laughs> yeah, dummy girls like her are a dime a dozen. Yeah? dime a dozen? Yeah. Well, here's a nickel. Get me sick. Well, I think you've got women on the brain. Last night in your sleep, you kept hollering for Ingrid Bergman. Well, Ingrid Bergman happens to be my favorite actress. Since I saw her in that bathing beauty picture. You saw Ingrid Bergman in a bathing beauty picture? What was it called? For whom the bath towels? Have...
0: <laughs>
4: Costella, please. Do you dream of women every night? Not every night. Well, no, that's better. Sometimes I take a nap in the afternoon. I... <laughs> Come in. Oh, there you are, you fat, impudent little slob. That's me. Yes, you. Costello, last night I dreamt that I went out with you. You did? Yes, and I've never been so insulted in my life. Take that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Now, the next time I dream about you, maybe you'll act like a gentleman. How do you like that? The next time she dreams, she's got a date with me. I ain't even going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Costello, I'm convinced that your dreams are the cause of all your girl troubles. And we've got to find yeah. out what they mean. Gee, I wish we could. Really, I do. I'm glad you said that, Costello, because we have with us tonight the world's greatest authority on dreams.
2: Ah, good evening, gentlemen. I am the world's greatest dream analyst, Professor Melonhead. Damn. <laughs> known, known professionally as Dreamboat Melonhead. Dreamboat Melonhead. Dreamboat. Looks like somebody plucked all the feathers out of your crow's nest.
0: Here, <laughs> yeah, young
2: man... Are you trying to infer that my head is bald? Infer? If you put your head in fur, it would look like an oversized mothball. (laughs) Hey, Addict, get a load of that slippery dome. I've seen
4: ostriches sitting on better-looking things than that. Now, Costello, please. And you get results. I know, I know. Please. You shouldn't make, should make cracks about the professor's head. If his head ever cracks, I'll make an omelet out of it. <laughs> Look, gentlemen, we're wasting time. Uh, Professor Mellonhead, yeah? can you tell us what causes Costello to dream about girls? Of
2: course, Abbott. Tell me, Costello, do you dream about girls all the time? No, only when I'm asleep. You, oh, that's <laughs> fine. Good. Now I'll have to have a little of your case history. Do any other members of your family have peculiar dreams? Yes, my uncle, Artie Stebbins. Mm-hmm. Last night he dreamed he was pulling the weeds out of his garden. Ah, he dreamed he was pulling weeds out of his garden. What happened? When he woke up, his wife was as bold as an eagle.
0: <laughs>
4: All right,
2: now let's get back to you, Costello. What type of girls do you dream of? Beautiful girls.
4: Beautiful Once I dreamed a beautiful, gorgeous blonde. And when I put my arms around her, something electric passed between us. A shot? No, she slipped her light bill into my pocket. <laughs> well, Professor... <laughs>
2: Professor Mellonhead, have you found out what causes Costello's dreams? Well, Abbott, my superficial diagnosis tells me that Costello's dreams are caused by contraction of the nerves in his head, making his brain two-tenths. My brain is two-tenths? Yep. Two-tenths the size of a normal brain. <laughs> Mellonhead, for two-tenths, I'd suck you right in a push. All right. Now, Costello, I will attempt to remedy your condition by massaging your head. First, I will stuff cotton into your auditory canal. Then I will pack your cranium in cracked ice, tighten your cerebrum, loosen your cerebellum, and then I will rub horse liniment into your medulla oblongata. You wouldn't dare. (laughs) You haven't got the nerve. Oh, now, Costello. A person's equilibrium is often an important factor in the cause and effect of dreams. Therefore, I will have to test your equilibrium.
4: Melonhead, if you as much as lay one finger on my equilibrium, I will call my mother.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. To test your equilibrium, Costello, I want you to climb up this step ladder here and balance yourself on the top step. Go ahead. Well, it's very silly, but I'll go. Here I go. Ah, Costello is now climbing the ladder. He's up 15 feet. He's up 30 feet. Keep climbing, Costello! Now he's up 75 feet. Costello has now climbed up to 100 feet. Now, Uh, wait wait a minute, Professor. That stepladder is only 9 feet tall. Oh, my goodness. What a mistake. Costello! Costello, come down here and walk! climbed up a hundred feet and that ladder is only nine feet high?
4: Now he tells me. Oh, let me out of here. Let me at that melon head, will you? Let me at melon
2: head. And now i here, but Abbott, am going tell him the final work. Now i I think I figured out a cure
4: for your mania for chasing girls. I've asked Connie Haynes to give you a nice big kiss. Hey, Abbott,
0: that ought to cure me. Go
4: ahead, Connie. Well, talk her up, Mr. Costello, and I'll kiss you. Hmm. How do you feel now, Mr. Costello, honey? I feel fine, but that sailor in the first row just fainted. Good night, boys.
2: <laughs> this is the Armed Forces Radio Service.